Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. Liverpool 1, Wolves 2, Liverpool 1, Wolves 2, Liverpool 1, Wolves 2. Welcome to this week's Wolves Fancast, everybody. Well, not this week. Worst rap of all time. <laughs> Look, I tried to think of a World in Motion version and I couldn't. Welcome to this impromptu version of Wolves Fancast post Liverpool, and I hopefully you've got a big smile on your face like we all have around the table this afternoon. Uh, on the podcast this week, we've got Richard Hobbs. Hello, everyone. We've got Stu Hall. You know, I'm going to say, I had a smile on my face until I saw this abomination that he's brought to me. We'll talk about the scarf in a second. We've got Stu. Hello. We've got Adam. Hello. Uh, we're going to obviously talk about what an historic day in, in, in our club's history in recent times. A 2-1 away win at Anfield in the FA Cup fourth round. Wolves are now through to the, the fifth round, which is uncharted territory um, but we're going to discuss that game we'll also discuss some perhaps breaking transfer news over the next couple of days and we'll do Twitter corner first is scarf news scarf Stu- no, scarf Stu- yeah Stu's walked in with a very kind of hipster nice orangey scarf still wearing it yeah. it's very nice it's very nice unbranded it's just a, yeah. what, I don't, what is it burnt orange yeah. I'd go for burnt orange, burnt orange. Yeah. it's very African nice African sunset my, my hallway and then um, it's already gone off the top of That's, that's, that's got to be a record, isn't it? <laughs> no, when I started talking about Star Wars after 30 seconds, that yeah. was a record. No, African Sun was exactly the colour that I painted in my hall, landing in stairs when my wife was away for a week. <laughs> and she came back, and I, I did think that it might have been a bad idea. It, <laughs> did you hold the scarf up and go, yeah, that colour? Yeah, to being cute. Yeah, just that. go in and just slap it down. I went there. I went there. We was in. Um, was in the castle pub in there, you know the, the castle, the the, uh, the legendary bar in uh, Blackpool. When we, we, I think we played Preston or somewhere. I can't, I can't even remember where it was. Um, but we were in this bar in, in Blackpool when she found me. And so she had no idea I was redecorating the whole house with it there. And uh, the the, uh, the number come up and I thought, shall I answer or just leave it? <laughs> but I said, oh, it's amazing. Oh, you've done so well. Bonus points tonight. Phew. While we're going to Scarfgate, is because Richard has something of a hot topic amongst football fans at the moment. Richard, you have a half a half scarf yeah, from Liverpool. I, I decided to actually spend my, well, I was going to say well-earned money, my borderline well-earned money, on a half Liverpool, half Wolves scarf. 
Memoring the day. FA Cup, fourth round, 28th January 2017. Mm -hmm. They've actually, the copyright system, they've kind of, this dodgy... Liverpool fan holding a scarf up to the Liverpool fan. side and the walls then were just ripped off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it was exactly the same. How do people feel about the half and half scarf? Something like it's... this. For, for If you're a traveller, not like yeah. a, like a, a jimpo or anything, <laughs> but if you're like just like one of them, what are they called? Like football tourists. Yes. And then kind of, then fine. For, for a grown man to own this. <laughs> for an FA Cup. Yeah, man. I, think, man. I, I think that's the key of this one. <laughs> I think... For, like Alex has got one from Shamrock and stuff like that, yeah. and my brother's got from when you do the pre-season things. As a memento to yeah, the yeah. other day, things yeah. like that. I, don't, I think yeah, fair enough. But this is going too far. <laughs> a line has been but, crossed. The line is adopted. Well, I was going to say <laughs> we say that, and I completely agree. And I did you buy it before or after? I before. Oh. Yeah. So there could have been it's all, confidence have, in a win. You could have lost, lost three 0 and still the bad day. Yeah. yeah. You, you could have all, if you, you could have redeemed yourself then if you if you said afterwards. I'm not a liar. Because I'm a man. Yeah. No. Um, I essentially got it as part of a joke because I've been laughing at all day and thought, actually, why not just bloody buy one? How much was it? Um, I don't want to say. ten pounds. I could have got it five at Molyneux, which. Again, I feel like waiting and, you know, yeah. So did you buy it in but, a way to ironically take the mick out of people who buy them? Yes, but actually now... <laughs> <laughs> but now I'm actually kind of actually quite enjoying it because we've just said it's quite a momentous occasion yeah. in this, you know, in our club's sort of relatively recent history. And, yeah, it's a bit of fun. If it was... And actually, it helps that we've won. If we'd have lost 3-0... You know, I'd be like, okay, I've wasted £10. I do, like actually, the, I, do like, I do like the mindset there. Look at those losers, that's half an hour scarf. Do you want to do? Yeah. To show them. Yeah. I'm going to buy one. <laughs> you know what? That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to make fun of them. You, so so I just bought it, went, hey, that'll show you all. Yeah. <laughs> hey guys, take photos of Facebook. Take photos of Facebook. Yeah. But we, for as a memento, then they're not too bad. But when you start wearing it, that's... Yeah. That's I mean, it's... Uh, <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, it, it works that we've won. Otherwise, I would just be like, I've just wasted £10. But actually, it's an overall day and occasion and yeah, experience yeah. of that match is actually quite nice to remember, I think. But you could, will be. Yeah. You, could have, you could have took it to the Hillsborough thing if we'd lost. Because yeah. there was a load of scarves there anyway. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Fair play to people who did that. Mm-hmm. Well, let's talk about the thing we're all here for. It's that fantastic Wait. win. No, the, no, yeah, the scarf. Let's talk about it. <laughs> no, that fantastic win against Liverpool. Whether you were there at Anfield, whether you watched it on the telly or like me, whether you were stuck up a mountain, it was a day to say that Wolves won 2-1 thanks to goals from Stearman and Vyman. Despite an Origi late goal, Wolves hung in there and got a deserved 2-1 victory. Gentlemen, we'll go into the goals and more details of the match. Just want initial reactions first because it wasn't just the win, it was the performance as well that was captivating. You were actually stuck up amazing, not up Pat Mountain. Let's just clear that one up. Yeah, yeah. Up yeah. a mountain is in one of those things in fields that... Yeah. I, I, I'm sure there's some kind of geography thing I could make up there, but, <laughs> you know, <laughs> an actual mount, a mound that's grown over time. What's the difference between a hill and a mountain, then? Ooh. I'm sure Isn't a mountain... I'm sure a mountain's got to be more pointed, surely. Someone who does geography is like... Oh, I did do it. Once it goes above 200 metres in the air, then it's a mountain. Okay, but generally, what was everyone's... And what what's your views now? Initial reactions post game. We deserved it. We deserved it, yeah. and the performance was absolutely superb from yeah. every single player on the pitch. It won't look at like a smash and grab. Oh yeah, we've we've won at Anfield kind of thing. 
we deserve to win at Anfield. Mm. They were awful, admittedly, and they don't really test Burgoyne at all. Yeah. So I thought I was thinking after did he apart from when he he did that amazing clearance with his leg, he didn't actually dive for a shot once. No, he. He his, had first sh- his first shot was in such a save. That was a little which was, from Yeah, and I think the next one was straight. He never had to make anything more than a routine save, mm. which, from a Liverpool point of view, I think we're joking about us in the build at being like, well, we got to do is like pepper him and, you know, really kind of test his metal. And for them to say, not have a shot on target, and I know you can't always judge it on shots on target because a shot. Straight over goalkeeper compared to one which just goes over bar. Mm. But there's nothing that really. There was a Firmino chance in the first half. Yeah, but even that was. Mm. It went. Like, yeah. it didn't look like it was. Crashed a couple wide first half. All, yeah. all they had to do was listen to me on here, ranting about <laughs> it, and he can't come for crosses and yeah. he doesn't command his area. And it was funny that. They've, yeah, yeah. they've had. Well, they've had since Hakimi got sent off against Norwich. And then you think, okay, who's going to play in goal? So you do a bit of research. Oh, that kid don't come out of his area. Mm. We're going to put crosses in the box. They didn't put a cross in the box at all. No, it, I was, don't think. it was so odd. It's not, it's not what they but do, the, is it, Liverpool? It was really odd play. because Liverpool's strength pretty much all season under Klopp has been right down the centre. They don't use like natural wide players. Mm, they no, they, they have players like Mane and Lallana who like to come inside. But all their play was right. We'll just try and switch it to the flanks to then get it across. But then... They didn't have anyone out wide to do that for them, and it was just easy for steers and hauls to deal with for most of the time. It's so much like Stoke as well. Stoke played yeah. like that against us, and I think um, Danny Murphy did it last night on match day, mm. with the little triangles in the middle of the pitch. Yeah, and that's easy to mark against. Yeah, he yeah. said he said basically just like throw a jacket over all yeah. three of them was what he said, yeah. and it's true because so, they, they don't use they don't use width at all, and no. it is a it is a simplistic. And thing of doing it. If, you, if, you're, if you're someone's having the third choice keeper, rookie keeper, only playing his what third game yeah. for the team, test him. you just think, just have shots, have, yeah. just try, mate. And should, like you say, do you really do you research him, on him? Yeah, mate? just make him work. Mm. Like yeah. it took him twenty minutes to have a touch of the ball, and that was from a goal kick. And you're just like, <laughs> you know, didn't even have to come to come out and collect anything. And you're just like. You know, it, from that point of view, they've only got themselves to blame. Well, people, people might say initially, oh, well, Liverpool made, we said before, Liverpool might have made changes, but that's up to them. That's up to, yeah. them. That's up to them, to whatever team they, they want to play. They they, still they, had, they, it was still a strong team they as still well. had, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they had Divock Origi, who's played in the World Cup. They had Firmino, who's a Brazil international starting. They had uh, Wijnaldum, yeah. played at a World Cup. Clavan, mm. a terrible defender, but still at international mm. level. You know, they, they had players who... And um, you know, Moreno, they had players who should be doing better than that. And we made seven changes as well. Yeah. Which is, well, I think yeah. Phil Neville was the only person on Twitter yesterday. He was standing up, yeah. Yeah, he was, he was brilliant. Know, we had one year or something as well, and he yeah. yeah. serves Liverpool right. Same for, same for not taking it. Yeah. And, and, yeah. Go, going back to Rigorian quickly, when he went in goal, when you saw the line, you, you probably did think for all the game, oh, maybe this is going to be a clean cut 3 0 mm. victory, I'm, but he had nothing to do. No, I think, um, to be fair, a lot of that credit, I mean, we can slag off Liverpool, and I'm quite happy to, it's, but it's actually a lot of that credit has to go to that back four because they shielded yeah. the absolute life out of that goal for 85 minutes. Mm. And Savile and Evans as well. Yeah, yeah. I, mean, it's, I mean, Savile won't get a lot of a lot of praise, but he praise. broke up so much play yeah. and gave way to so many sort of niggling little fouls in that, on sort of the halfway line. It was exactly what was needed. And same with Evans as well. And when we got the ball, 
Evans was so measured when he, you know, we could have done lots of panicking, but he kept a calm head when we actually did yeah. have sort of. Position. And he, he was even doing his little Evans flicks as well at point. Yeah. Oh, there's a great. There's a great yeah pirouette back to the centre half. We were like, calm down. Lee. Not a one nil. <laughs> not a one nil. <laughs> we'll go through the goals in a sec. Rich, to you initially after the game. Well, now how did you how did you feel? Honestly, it was actually quite emotional. Mm. I think that's the best way I can describe it. Um, and not just because of having a scarf to <laughs> No, but after the Stoke game, I think potentially because we scored late on as well, everyone was in sort of quite a party atmosphere at the point of the final whistle. Because we scored early on, and then even our second goal came just before half-time as well, there was a lot of almost waiting for that final whistle, and you're almost counting down from the 89th minute, well, from the first minute, for right, 88 to go then. Okay, and you kept sort of looking at your watch. So when that final whistle went, it was almost sheer relief. Mm. It wasn't true jubilation in that regard. And you could see people almost just exhausted from having yeah, it, it, was, it was emotionally draining. Yeah. Mm. Like, yeah. It's all it's overall to see of my appearance. Yeah. <laughs> emotionally drained I was. But yeah, it was. It's called drunk. I'd <laughs> <laughs> had six points in there. Uh, to be um, fair, I only had the six. Ellsmere Port. I can do it. I can do it. Covered it well. Covered it well. Ellsmere Port <laughs> Labour Club. Yeah. Three points of Tetley's Dark Mild and a, and a bottle of Halston pills. Eight pounds seventy-seven. The six points were taken. <laughs> yeah. uh, Adam, to you. Initial kind of thoughts and reactions after the game. I was um, I was happy for uh, not from, from the obvious as well because on Tuesday when I saw that the bookies had priced up as twelve to one mm. to win. I thought that was ridiculously high odds. I thought literally, I think there's out of all the other cup games, there's only one other team which had a higher odds than us. So mm. clearly the bookies were not thinking this was just gonna we were gonna be swatted aside. Mm. Um so I was happy, obviously, from the uh, from, <laughs> from the from far and whistle. Um but yeah, this because this just doesn't this hasn't happened to us. This this no. we can class this now as a cup run, can't we? I think I mean uh, two games is a run. Because this this is I well, I'm certainly classed as a cup run because this this just hasn't happened to us for like I think we, years, I think though. it needs to be three games to be a cup run because that's what would be in the league. And if you win three on the bounce, right? Like, well, hang mm. on, they're hitting form here. Well, just, what was, oh, well, it's it's a cup run for us. Yeah. <laughs> look at how look everyone's everyone's on, on cloud nine now. And I think yeah. we probably roll into our league games, which <laughs> it annoys me why like I was going to say, say, considering before kickoff, we were looking at who's already through thinking. We could play these. Yeah, I tell you what, we want these. That's when you know we're <laughs> getting. You, if, you, if you look at some sig- other significant runs in the cup, in, you, you've got to look perhaps look back to Newcastle when we beat beaten three yeah. two. Maybe even Leeds all those years ago when when Don Goodman scored the goal uh, uh, as up there with a significant yeah. away result. Let's go to the goals then. Uh, the fantastic, unlikely start with the richest demon header. Firstly, you love the celebration, the Alan Shearer star yeah. celebration in front of the cop as well. <laughs> yeah. Just, but you know, fifty three seconds, the cross comes in. The, it was a lovely header by Stephen, but you are sitting there going, "Has that just happened? Yeah, we like, just took the lead." Well, that's, yeah. like, that's exactly what I just yeah. scored. When when we, we, up, we, reflection. When we lined up for a free kick, you could see Doherty sort of, you know, a good had a sort of five yards of space. And the person I was with, I said, "This has got to go. This will go back stick." 
He should have just gone to the picked up on the the analyst afterwards. The, the, the Liverpool from where the free kick where the fell happened to where the free kick taken place. We, we gained a lot of yards fine. from that, the, which is fine, obviously. Just, yeah. I, I don't see what the problem is. Yeah. Yeah. I would it not was, complain if not. It was quite funny because even the ref had pointed to where the fell was. <laughs> yeah. and then, like, we just keep going forward and forward. Went, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Just keep going. After about ten meters further forward from where it was, like, yeah, okay, we'll take it from here then. It's good position. Yeah, and you know, it, it's a great head of back sticking because of where I was anyway, sort of behind the other goal. It's like, back going across goal. Is anyone on the back end of it? Wait, they're running off. They're celebrating. <laughs> <laughs> What's happening? I just got to my seat. Oh! oh. I, I, I clambered up in the, uh, the stairs since it was so, so shallowed up because I was a bit inebriated. Um, because <laughs> our coach driver missed the turning, so we had to go all the way around Anfield, all around oh, Stanley Park, mile, literally miles out of our way to come back somewhere to park, run across the car park, get in, drain some of the valve off, and then get to the seat, mm. turn round, saw him rising. Oh, yes. <laughs> and then everyone was going crazy, and I literally got there seconds before it went in. It was unbelievable. I thought, did the hair whip as he scored? <laughs> I like to I don't imagine know. it. I hope did. so. I, it, yeah. In my eyes, that's <laughs> what happened anyway. <laughs> um, and then later on in the first half, obviously, Vyman got his first goal. Before that, we've got to talk about Costa run. Oh, yeah. Sorry, oh, well, um, it, it's the build up, firstly, that, that makes it. No, no, I mean, the run he made. When he was, oh, yes. 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 When he ran the whole pitch. When he yeah. yeah. so, run, wasn't he? That 12 to 1, I did have at the 5 running. I had the same running. I was trying to find the evidence. But yeah. Th- yeah, that run from Costa, so annoying <laughs> that, that, that the goal didn't go in. That could have been FA Cup folklore. It would have been better than yeah. the Gigs. Yeah. Uh, honestly, just, the, you know, I've watched it back a couple of times now, and the control and the skill mm. and the pacing of, you know, where he's dribbling the ball, if he hadn't have sliced it on his right foot at the end and have tried to dribble round the keeper, and, uh, it, it honestly... That probably would have been the best goal I've ever just, seen from a It's just player. amazing how, like, when... Because I was leading forward a little bit more. As, yeah, as, as, as got yeah. past the half, I was fine. Until I got past the half line, I just <laughs> carried on going. It was like, oh. And then, when he got those things, two players, and initially, just to get credit later, but he's managed to just get in between the two of them and carry on going. four players on him at one point, yeah. near the end. Yeah. They were terrified of him. Yeah. They, they didn't found him as such, but, yeah, they, you know, but last sort of bit... Oh, and we'll, t- we'll talk about it in a bit. Obviously, the potential Costa dream might have happened. We'll talk about that shortly as well. But it was it was great. And looking at that, the replay though, after when we got back to the pub, and I thought, is that could have he could have gone down there? Yeah. And it, I know he clipped his own feet together, mm. but there but was seen, contact. He was asking yeah. for it, wasn't he? Yeah. At the end, um, like he, he if he was almost a little bit smarter, so to speak, he could have forced a bit of contact there if he wanted to. Mm. Um, but he didn't. But that's why we love him. After all that run, he, he, wanted, he wanted the goal. Yeah. I saw Dicko scream. Like, I saw a clip afterwards and Dicko was screaming at him. I was like, if I was in motion. I'm going to shut Dicko. I'm not passing to you. I'm going to say, not passing there. So we come to the Vyman goal and the build at first. It's Costa obviously involved in. Firmino has a little slip in the box, but it was just like a, it wasn't a foul. It was just a general slip. And then then the build up. And it was fantastic again. And Vyman. A no look goal. <laughs> there are going to be so many kids on Monday at lunchtime trying to perfect that, and also adults on five side of the, at the night trying to re- replicate that goal again. Yeah, it's just. Oh. I mean, it's like from a team point of view, sort of when as soon as Doherty picks it up, 
the message was quite clear for Wolves. It was get the ball to Costa and he'll Can't do something and he'll do <laughs> something with it. But as soon as he went past Moreno, because Moreno was stupid in sliding in, losing his sort of grounding on that. There's many, there's many a gif online there yeah. of Moreno. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just like as soon as he's done that, he completely sold himself and we had it was three on three and he yeah, well, was, was away, wasn't it? I was screaming. Yeah. He goes, bye, man, bye, yeah. man. It's like one of those where <laughs> I'm guessing from sort of TV, he just came in it's from just, nowhere. It's just like, yep. Yeah, it's he, like, he held his line really well. Yeah. yeah. Um, he's seen it many times as Bob Vars and Andy Carr have just gone yeah. too far. But the pass was perfect, and he's, he's, his tone of his run is perfect as well. Mm. But the only thing he could have done to take the piss even more was just get down on his hands and knees and head <laughs> <Yeah>. in. <laughs> and no look going in front of the cop. Yes, yeah. but it was great control from Voiman just to get yeah, around the keeper. It was just sort of, sort of a perfect touchy neat like set up for himself, and it was it was almost just training ground stuff, wasn't mm. it? You know, if you've got two inverted wingers, you know that's that's the sort of play you need, isn't it? And what this game's done as well has shown people who didn't know Costa was before. Yeah. Who Helder Costa is worryingly to an extent Reason. as well, possibly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, because people, Wolves fans would have been obviously for, to the unobserved who haven't mm. seen him. Most Wolves fans would have been like just basically going on about him forever, mm. and people probably wouldn't have seen him really yeah. until this. This is the one game everyone saw him, and he put in yeah a hell of a performance. And it was it wasn't set, set up both goals. Yeah, yeah, he set up both goals. He has that run, and there's so many sort of extra bits in terms of just his touch on the ball. There's a great point where. Ball was kind of running out of play. He controlled it, turn, you know, managed to turn, flick it over Moreno. It's, you look at it, you think, hmm. how is he at challenge? And he wrote a horrible challenge by the advertising boards as well. Yeah. <laughs> well, Costa's um, been. Uh, Costa started, he's been directly involved in 10 goals of his last 11 Wolf, Wolves games, which is, which is great. What man team then? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically. Um, and then obviously second half, Origi got the the, the late goal to put him on our nerves. Of course, I think it could have been prevented, I guess. But yeah, I think I think he needed to call for that ball before um, Doherty headed yeah. away. Yeah, yeah. In the first place. I mean, so we that's... we chatted about before after his two games in goal earlier earlier this season that were going to be come out for crosses, um, and he should he should have done a bit more in the build up for that. But then again, exactly the same thing happened two minutes later. Yeah, and he put himself and in he, there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Same, yeah. And he's a 20-year-old kid playing his third game ever at Anfield. Uh, uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah. When we're, we're leading the yeah. game 2-0, like, going into the last 10 minutes or whatever it was, you've got you to give him some stack for that. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. Go on, sorry. No, I was just saying, it, it could have been prevented, but even that, they didn't, when it went in, they didn't seem to drop. They no. all straggled out of the centre circle. Now, messing around, heads didn't drop at all. And that's mm. one thing that, give that two months ago, we would have yeah. been done for. We would have yeah. lost that game. I want to talk about individual performances now because we've said that you know everybody on that pitch was was fantastic, but certain players have been highlighted more. Courtney Hawes, for one, another great game. Yeah, I mean, I think people, including myself, have sort of changed their opinion slightly. Instance, he isn't a ball playing centre back. I think a lot of people kind of thought he would be, but actually, as a proper solid centre half, when he plays like that against a less than physical striker in someone like Origi, he was put, he was mm. more than a match for it. He didn't overcomplicate things. He held his ground well. Um, and it was interesting to see sort of him with Stearman because mm. we saw how well um, him and Williamson did uh, a couple of weeks ago. 
It's just as long as he's not playing alongside Danny Bath, he's fine. Yeah, well, that's what he's doing now. But actually, then again, it was said sort of in the last couple of weeks, Danny Bart's actually been in some fairly yeah, decent been, form, so yeah. we're, we're kind of quite blessed. It's just them. because if he makes a mistake, Danny Bart's yeah, the worst person that, in the world. That's, or, that's how it works. Or are we essentially saying at this point that Lambert's got us, um, has organised all our defenders to be actually a fairly organised unit, well, and whoever we stick in there at this point knows what their job role is. When he came up with that statement saying we don't need any centrals, and we all thought he'd been on the uh, on the wacky wacky, <laughs> it now seems like he was right. Yeah. Because yeah. all three all three of them, Williamson's put it to pasture. We won't see him. Well, again. He's injured again, isn't he? Williamson. Well, is that been that's been confirmed? Isn't Groin it? injury. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, <laughs> just, just, get rid, just pay him up. Just get him at the door. Yeah. He's just teasing us now. I forgot to mention actually before we go to other players, Bod Varson at the end. Oh, what a goal that oh, could have been! It was, was so two, so frustrating. Was that two one? That was a two one. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I was saying yeah. well, that links back to what you're saying. Heads didn't drop. You know, well, when Mason had been taken to the corner and stay there, yeah, but he was like, we were, you know, <laughs> when Mason got the ball, it wasn't just a hoof down pitch. That he, he knew played just, him in, yeah. And if again, if that had gone in down from the Wolves <laughs> fans, I think most of our bottom t- would still be on Anfield. <laughs> <laughs> but it it was that kind of tactic that we've had in the the game against Stoke as well. That proper counter and yeah. Bodvarsson can really hold the ball at well and go forward. And it looks like something Lambert has brought in because I don't think we've we've done that. No, well he played really? like, he played that at Villa Day with mm. um, at Bottle Hall before he got fat. Hmm. And yeah. <laughs> the, the, the pace merchants that they had, hmm. we've got pace, so we're not using. It. It's one thing we never used under Zenga at all. Hmm. Is there any other individual performances? Um, again, I know we've said that everyone did well, but the people want to highlight to say they Cody. did really well. Co- yeah. Cody, Cody yeah. was yeah. putting about a solid right back performance. Again, he doesn't get forward much, but with Costa, he doesn't need no, to. No, don't need to. But. You could tell he was really thriving under that occasion, mm. playing He's back out. Probably our best right back. Yeah. Um, Doherty, solid. Yeah. Uh, Vyman, I, I was a bit apprehend- I was a bit worried at first because he's come in and he's an attacking player and he's going to have to do a lot of defensive work. Didn't shirk him at all. He was tracking back with his man every time. When he was on the ball, <coughs> he was intelligent with it. Um one thing that he'll offer over Cavallero is a work rate as well. Yeah. Mm. I mean, he really worked with him. And, you know, there are points where, again, with, you know, he's, he's happy to sort of switch from playing on the left to the right. His goal came from him running side. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I, I could probably talk about each player. Said yeah. Savlin Evans, I thought, put in a big shift in the centre mm. of the park and did a lot of the dirty work, which. They you know, it, for it a lot, didn't they? Yeah. And, you know, it. it it might be one of those where you appreciate more live how much sort of just Sal just kind of giving away, you know, you could call them stupid fouls, where but actually for breaking up of play, just relieve that pressure and sort of stop yeah, people they, like Ronaldo. They Gary. were like they were professional fouls. Yeah, and he, yeah. He, when he had to get niggly, he'd get niggly. Yeah, and then just walk away. Yeah, just to break it down because there was at times in the second half when we were being absolutely we bombarded, head back, and there was no way, way until Bob Varson came on when Dicko had ran himself into the ground. Yeah. And I thought he had a decent game as well. I mean, not many but people have talked he, about him. But Dicko yeah. looked shot after 16 yes. minutes. He was like, it, it, there was a point where he just stopped running. And it was like, okay. You, he was looking you, over at the bench. Yeah. Um, but when Bob Varsa was running up and down the pitch, you can't just send him on because Dicko's knackered. He's yeah, still going to do it properly. He was, he was just standing in the centre circle, just looking around. He had nothing left. Yeah. But having nothing left, it just shows what it meant to him. It meant to all, every single yeah. one of them. And even Ronan got onto the pitch as well. And you think. We 
we ended that game at Anfield with a 20-year-old in goal and a 19-year-old mm. on the pitch from straight from the academy. And Ronan didn't didn't look face at all. Mm. He he looked as he always he looks like he's a 12-year-old kid on that <laughs> yeah. pitch. But uh, you know we we nearly had, we had a break late on, didn't we? Yeah. And the weight of past, I think it was Savile. Um, yeah, it genuinely there wasn't a bad performance on the mm. pitch. Um, just shows as well how much faith that Lambert's got in there. Yeah, youth team as well. well he's, not, could, he's not just throwing them on for a couple of yeah. minutes, is he? At the I end, I mean, I think the three. Who did we bring on? We brought on Bob Varson, Ronan, and Mason, Mason yeah. as well. And to be fair, you could he could have easily have brought on Gibbs White for and well for Mason or mm. Ronan. You know, on another day he could have brought on Danny Bart and gone. You know what? We're on five at the back mm. for the last ten minutes. We'll dig deep, but. Which is sort of seen under sort of other managers, but no, we had our play. We were going to stick to it. So even at two nil, we brought on two strikers for you know we'd gone like to like for like on every sub, and it looked like at times as well that it, we weren't just breaking with pace for the sake of it. It looked like there was planned times yeah. of the game, like game management, where he knew when we were going to attack them because we soaked it up for a long time, long mm. periods of time, and then there'd be spells where. You, you can see them looking at each other, then they just burst forward mm-hmm. all of a sudden. It, they didn't do it every every single no. time. It was like certain. Yeah. They were told do it on the seventy fifth and do it. On yeah, whatever. they they worked really hard on having sort of those planned presses. And I remember sort of someone saying at the game next to me, they're going like, "Why aren't they putting a foot in? Why aren't they putting a foot in?" It's like, wait, and as soon as it goes to someone like Moreno, that's when they all all sort of. It's usually someone like Dave Edwards, and as soon as he goes, everyone kind of has to go. Yeah. Um, there was a lot of people like that yesterday. There always yeah. is when there's a big away followings. And you know, you've got you know, we've got to because Liverpool are a good team and if we'd have tried to have pressed them for ninety minutes they'd have picked us off after forty minutes and mm. um you know, so in that regards the players work so hard mentally and physically. Let's do a very difficult version of working man of mm. the match this week. Who would you have to singularly doth your cap to embroid their name? To say, there you go, Squire. This is for the working man's mouth yeah. match, isn't it? So this is where they get the four-pack, isn't it? Yes. Rather than the champagne. Yes. Yeah. I don't, has there been an official man of the match for that game? Well, Stearman got it after the game, didn't yeah. he? Um, I know there's different versions. There's that one. Yeah, they'll be, they'll be the Wolves of, official ones. I'll be surprised if the sponsors... Yeah. 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 But this is the real one. Yeah, this, this is, is the one, this, the one they want. This, this one this, they're all listening to you going, right, yes, which one? Which one is it? I want a camp this afternoon. So who would be your uh, working man's man of the match? Uh, Stu, welcome to yourself first. Savile. George Savile. Oh, no. Wonders never cease. <laughs> yeah. You couldn't fault him yesterday. You couldn't fault... I, I put it on, on Twitter, Phil mentioned it, I think, earlier. Um, or someone said it about OP. Certain players have been slagged off. Mm. Um, I said, yeah, I'm, I'm guilty as, as anyone else. Because he's been shit. Mm. And he ain't done anything. But in the last, the last two months or so... He's been getting his act together and he, under Lambert he's thriving. Mm. When he comes in he does the job that he's told to do. He doesn't mess about. He's, and yesterday he was absolutely brilliant. Mm. Adam? Stearman for me. Stearman. Because I thought not just the goal apart but I think everything that came his way I thought it was really really well against what Liverpool threw in him. So I doff my cap to him. Rich? I'm going to go Cody. Okay. Again it's a, you could have given it to Ten of those players, you could give it to any of those outfield players. I don't think any of us would have gone, really. Um, but Cody, just nothing got past him. Mm. He put in some big tackles as well, and sort of really kind of let Moreno know that he was there for the taking. Um, so yeah, 
Cody. All in all, gentlemen, this is, again, a special day. It helps us forget what's coming up. Again, we're 18th on the table, we're doing okay, but it's something that helps you for kind of forget what's coming up, and it's something that we should all cherish for a very long time. <laughs> yeah. Well, this is what we, that's like, this is, so this is what, this is what we wanted for seasons after seasons yeah. now, is the cup run, instead of just going out of the third round of the cup every year at home to like a Fulham or a... <laughs> Or else we lost, Birmingham, we lost, we lost yeah. Birmingham in extra time, didn't we? Lost to Oldham yeah. in the first round, first round yeah. replay when we was in League One, didn't we? I mean, if we get a home draw, I guarantee you, Molyneux will be packed out. Mm. Whoever, whoever it is, I yeah. guarantee we'll be well, near enough to, to a sellout as, as we can. Because now, I think this this result especially has probably lit a fuse now with us mm. now. To yeah, say, you well, know, they, everyone there. talks sort of about the magic of the cup and things like that. But it's only dead slash dying for clubs who haven't actually got that heritage in recent years from it. So, as a fan, the last time I saw us have a decent cup run was when I was, what, it was when we beat Newcastle and we got to the quarterfinals and lost to Southampton. But since then, there's been nothing. And it's hard to kind of keep what happened, what, 14 years ago, fresh in your memory to cling mm. on to every year if the players aren't doing anything. But now, we've had a game that... And you know, this, I mean, this far eclipse of Stoke or anything like that. But there's going to be young fans who are going to be aware of the cup now, mm-hmm. in a, and see it in a much different light, and see it as mm. as magical or whatever how mm-hmm. you want to describe it. Well, we said that a few weeks ago, though. We I said we mm-hmm. we are probably the last generation yeah. who actually mm-hmm. care about the FA Cup. Yeah. Um, but it's only, for that reason, because we, yeah. we don't care about it when we've been so bad in it the last 10, 12 years or whatever. I mean, that, that Southampton game, I remember queued up overnight in mm. the old in the old mm. sand colours mm. under, underneath. Mm. And I've got a special match badge, badge from the day. Kevin Phillips. <laughs> but even even so, every year you always get the same excitement and then it's always a shit draw. And we go, oh, we've yeah. got Oldham or someone like that. Yeah, yeah. And But having two actual decent, well, decent Premier League team in Stoke and then Liverpool away... With that many fans, I mean, yeah, we could get Blackburn or we could get Fulham who thrashed Huller. But yeah. you say we'll still have. I think if it's at home, we'll still have a big crowd yeah. if we get. And it, um, it'll be it'll be twenty quid as well because mm. it ain't gonna be it's gonna be cheaper price. It's on a Saturday, you'd think. Mm. Unless, well, if the movie, it's a glamorous fixture, so it'll, it's say close. To I think unless we get a Lincoln or unless we get an Arsenal, for example, that's when it'll be on telly. I think the rest of it, it probably won't. Yeah, catch a telly fixture. So I mean, it's on a Saturday. It'll be three o'clock. So for twenty quid, what else are you going to do that day yeah. anyway? It's not going to be freezing, freezing cold mm. at that point, and it's better than going to Brentford. So yeah, yeah, it's it is it's, it's exciting again. And I woke up this morning after I did have a total of twelve points yesterday, but um, I did wake up this morning and I was absolutely fine. Yeah, it was like the magic of the FA Cup cured me. <laughs> Takes the hangover away. Yeah, <laughs> that cup magic. Winning makes the hangover go away. I wonder who we're. I wonder, who, so I wonder who Steve Morgan was supporting yesterday. <laughs> I bet he had. See, I was going to say I hope he had half an arse. He was probably selling them. It's like Steve Morgan. Well, it's a special day and something we we should remember for a long time. Let's go to the other bit of big news hopefully this is something that will be confirmed on Monday but according to your boy Tim Spears everybody uh, the, the dream signing that we didn't genuinely didn't think would happen at all could happen before the end of the window that we will be signing Helder Costa on a permanent deal he'll be our record transfer of 13 million and he will be the highest played player in Wolves history not a sentence I thought I'd be saying last week 
But hopefully this is all obviously true and this is all going to be confirmed by the time you listen to this, for example. What a signing. This could be incredible news. Well, you think if... That gang's been shown all over the world, yes. Yeah. So, back in China, uh, HQ, you'd you, you imagine that they've been... <laughs> <laughs> Just look at China H now, uh, China HQ. Uh, <laughs> the uh, Wolf Division of HQ. <laughs> yeah, thousand big bosses. We've got like a small office unit in there somewhere. <laughs> you, think, you think they'd see that, in, that, in a, that performance by him yesterday in a wolf shirt and thinking, well, he could be ours. Mm. You'd, get, you'd pretty imagine that there was a transfer fee inserted into the loan deal anyway. Yeah. So why not? Well, apparently, if we were, yeah, if we, if we're going to mm. spend stupid money on Taliska at the start of the season, <laughs> yeah. that money's still got to be there. So yeah. it's it's a no-brainer for me. Mm. And it's amazing that it's even happening. And mm. like I said to you yesterday, I did have a little skip on the spot to the football last night when you <laughs> sent that link out. It was almost like a, like a hiccup. <laughs> I was going to say, well, apparently, and oh, this is the apparently, is the... references. What, the... Release clause is thirteen million, mm. and he can't sign for anyone else while he's on loan for yeah. us. So it's either we sign him for thirteen million pounds, or at this rate we don't have him in the summer mm. because any club going into the Premier League, you know, you've got someone like Robert Snodgrass going for ten million. Now, I think he's a good player, but competent Premier League, yeah, form, I suppose. You know, and I don't see why Caster can't hit those heights and more in the Premier League. Yeah, I mean, he seems sure, to he seems fine. to be he seems to be enjoying it here. Yeah, Costa. Is is I know his his social media activity has picked up a bit over the last week. Mm. It's like people start clinging on to it, going, "Oh, look, he likes it here. Look, he likes it here." It's a sign. See, we've heard uh, David was in the uh, ice bath. Yeah, yeah. 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 Right. It's only when he goes to the Schiffner Ball team <laughs> yeah. that he likes but, it here. Yeah, but um, he's probably. I, mean, I don't know if like Mendes has pushed him to, to sign or whatever, or whether there's grander plans with him in the future. But yeah, um, like if we do, it's not to say that we sign him now and we could still potentially sell him in well, this summer and, well, we, and we and we get a profit off him. Or someone's had the word with him and say, look, Wolves, they're back. They're owned by billionaires. The reason they've got the resources to push on. Okay, the, the owners themselves have put their hands up and said they've they've got it wrong this year mm. as as recruitment mm. goes. But next year, they know what's... We've got the right guy in place now, we would like to think. Mm. With a good recruitment, we'll be up, and then you're in the Premier League in 18 months' time, and then, then the door's open, then yeah. you can play there for a year, you'll get a big move, it just all opens I think, up. yeah, the cynical side of me would say that we signed for 50, well, 13, 14 million, and we sell him <coughs> for 5 million plus more in six to 18 months' time, well, the, the, and Mendes yeah. gets that. Yeah, you have to think, sure. this, There's this, the dark this, this is Georgie, choice, this is it, Georgie yeah. Mendes but, talking about him, this, yeah. is, this is what he does. This, and actually, just at the end of the day, well. is that a terrible thing? It, it's going to happen, it's the world we can't live in. Mm. Let, you know, we, we get our profit off the back of it, even if it's sort of about £3 million worth. I mean, if the, if the signing goes through, it, it will be interesting to see in the summer, if he did go somewhere else, where the land lies with Wolves fan opinions, where whether it is, hang on a second, we've just bought this guy, now we've sold him, what are you doing? Or, okay, still, fair we, enough. It's one of yeah. those where we'd sell him for a profit, even if it's not a big profit. So if he goes to £16 million in 12 months' time, but we've bought him for £13 million, We've still made what will probably be around three million pounds, which is as much as you you know for a player who's we've not really had for a long period of time. You know what was our reaction when Afobi left? We were like, okay, it's disappointing, but we've made seven million pounds off the guy. Yeah. He's only been here a year. And you make that profit back, it would pay for his wages for his time here. 
Yeah. So you're exact. You're pretty much paying until extended. Oh, that guy at Chelsea who went to who's got eight online for four years. Yeah. I can't think of it. Someone's going around for four years. Quadrado yeah, like Quadrado's gone yeah. out. Yeah, he's got a four-year loan. Or it's something stupid like that. Um, That's so ridiculous. Yeah. I think it's a two-year loan. No, someone has gone for four. It's, no, it's, I, yeah, it's two years and then two years after yeah. that. Um, but it, it can be a four-year loan. It's um, it is pretty. It's ridiculous. Though. The whole of football is a stupid place. Hmm. Um, but if we get someone like Costa to stay here for another six, I mean, six months would be disappointing mm. you yeah. got to think well if he went in the summer if we signed him now and he went in the summer we, I think everyone would just be a yeah. bit like well, but that could have been a phobie yeah. that season yeah. and yeah. look how people felt with that possibility yeah. so, I mean, it, it could be but I mean you'd think he seems to be a, a relatively sensible guy so um, was a phobie I mean th- th- there is parallel I mean yeah. I just but we, we don't have billionaire backers then did we that was, that's, the only, yeah. that's the only difference yeah, yeah. we had the last last dregs of the uh, I think <laughs> a relegation really, pot. Yeah. It almost truly depends on how ambitious Costa yeah. is, mm. and actually, he might say, "Well, why would I sign now when I can just get a Premier League move in six months' time?" And actually, genuinely, what if he is truly connected with Wolves as a club, mm. and actually thinks, "Well, I've got Cavalero here. We, you know, I've got someone who I, you know, I've actually got a friend here. I'm getting along well. I'm settled mm. now in this region." I can tell you what I'll give you another. I'll give you a year if I'm not if we're not promoted at the end of the seventeen eighteen season, then I'll go. And that's what I think. All, yeah. that's what I, I think that's what is, I think that's what I think all fans are kind of which is, hoping on. Yeah, I guess. Be absolutely, if we don't go next year and we've signed him, that'd be a bigger question tomorrow. Than yeah, exactly. Yeah. There's more, there's, and we'd only be signing. I'd like to think we'd only be spending sort of thirty million pounds on signing unless we we're sort of truly intent on mm. going up yeah. very soon after. And that what we'd get Villa. <laughs> yeah, we get that money back anyway on, on yeah. if we sold him in eighteen months. Yeah. So it's it's pretty much a <laughs> it's a win win. Yeah, it's a win win for everyone. He gets more experience in this country. Mm. He gets another year in the championship, which is a bit of a pain in the ass. But you think well, you get a medal at the end of it if we win the league or go up. If not, you get to play the Premier League. Mm. You're more experienced. You're bigger, physical. You're more mm. more known to everyone. Have we talked about Texera again? I was just going to mention that because apparently he's going to Forest he's, again. He's not, already gone. Is it fully confirmed? According though, to the BBC, I think it is. So we're going to say Texera's gone to Forest then, but what would you think of that one? Because I think if he'd gone <clears> back to Europe, I would have been like, okay, fair enough. But to go to a potential team around us has annoyed me a ton, right. but given the fact that we know what his potential is. A relegation is. rival. Well, well, yeah, well, in some apparently, ways. Apparently, we've read that Forrest in some way have a connection to Benfica yes, as well. I'm yeah, not sure yeah. how. No, but I've that. heard that as well. So, so maybe, again, Mendes has just said, OK, well, if my team here in the West Midlands aren't playing them, who else can have him? So he's probably yeah. just asked the yeah. his contacts and Forrest have gone, well, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll take him. Yeah, Perhaps yeah. why it's taking so long as well. We talked about, we all thought he was going back to Benfica. And yeah. I mean, they've... Selling Lansbury, they need someone else in the field, yeah. someone with a bit of trickery. And he, he showed that in fits and starts for us, but he was too lightweight and he was just too... I think he's not ready for this country. It, it was disappointing though, because I say, yeah. we saw him at the start of the season, he, we thought, wow, who have we got here? And, and it, just didn't, Keane, yeah, it just didn't just work out. Yeah. Oh, well, well, Costa, hopefully signing permanently. Wolves beat Liverpool. Nice weekend, wasn't it, really? And it stopped me going down the training ground in the summer with my don't go helder signs in <laughs> Portuguese looking the tats on the side of the building. Would you go bedsheet or cardboard? Ooh. Or cardboard bedsheet like a tramp. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> I'll, go, I'll go laminate. Yeah. Push him a boat out of He's a good player, he's worth a laminate. Yeah. <laughs> we'll finish up the podcast with our usual Twitter corner. We're not going to preview the game against Barnes because we want to be happy. 
for the time being <laughs> as we all crash down through our like Liverpool League. like Cup clothes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Championship for the minute. So we'll do a Twitter corner. Your chance to send us any Wolves or non-Wolves related questions on Twitter and we will answer them. You can email your question as well if you're not on Twitter. Podcast at WolvesFanCast.com Firstly, DJ Serif uh, says, after today's performance, what do you think our realistic aim should be for next year? Promotion. 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 Yeah. Even on not this performance to take out. I was going to say, if we, it's one of those where you just not on one game. It is hard to truly judge. But there's shown enough in, the, in yeah. Newcastle, Birmingham, Stoke, Liverpool. There's enough in, yeah. in more than enough games to show that they've actually got a bit of skill mm. between yeah. them. Um, Even like Sheffield Wednesday one. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, that game. Well. Yeah. When Conor Rowland's full day, that he was brilliant that day. Mm. Um, yeah, we, and. Yeah, we started a little bit slow in the Lambert, but if you look at how we've been throughout January and December, we we look like we've got something about us now. We look like we've got an identity. It's exciting. It's exciting looking forward to games again. I mean, even yesterday, thinking when I went and the team lineup, I said this is only going to be brilliant, or we're going to get thrashed four 0 mm. which could have gone either way. Yeah. Um, but I know we're. we're we realistically we know what's going to happen on Tuesday night, but I, and me and Alex will be there. Yeah. Actually, I, just a correction for him. I don't have any pink trainers from what he said last oh, week. Oh yeah, yeah. Not yet. Oh, not yet. Oh, yes. But they I will be in the shopping basket yeah. soon. <laughs> I said to him, if we have a pink pink shirt, I will get the accompanying trainers, as I do with all Good. the kits. But that's just. <laughs> have they not had a pink goalkeeper top. Yeah, well, I ain't got. I don't play sports, so anymore. Though, if I, if I did. Getting that baby out. <laughs> uh, right, next question from Rob Laird, who says, which uh, what centre back partnership should continue? Bath and Stephen, Stephen and Hawes, Hawes and Williamson. Obviously, well, won't be Williamson now. So we'll say Bath and Stephen, Stephen Hawes. Um, yeah, either of the two, I think it will be now. Because obviously, the other options are Williamson. So Steve, Bath, Stephen, Stephen Hawes. What continues? Stephen Hawes for me. Stephen Hawes, yeah. one vote. I'd keep it as it is, yeah. Stephen Hawes. Stephen well, Hawes. I'd change it. Two votes. Rich, he's pondering here. I know. Um, I've, I think we all know it's going to be... There's been no, which will be Bart and Stephen, which I think is perfectly solid. Hmm. I would quite like to see Stephen and Hawes give it another go, but I am wary of the fact that... It's not that they had a simple job, mm. but they had a simple objective yesterday, which was just to be a wall. Um, if we're given, so if they're given a little bit more time on the ball, yeah, I don't know. Build was wrong. Yeah, but then again, I'm, we're putting Danny Barton in there, so I don't see how if we're, how that kind of works. Um, yeah, so it's uh, Barton Stephen then. See, I I have to go completely rich. I think I need to see Stephen Horse. More consistently before yeah. I can say, yeah, stick Ste- with them. Ste- Stephen and Bart have shown they're a solid partnership at this level. Mm. Um, whereas, again, it, it's it's a really difficult one because you say Hawes has had his last sort of two starts for Wolves, I think, Stoke and Liverpool. He's been fantastic. Because mm. only one goal. Yeah. <laughs> um, you know. But against a di- with a different goalkeeper behind him and a different centre back partnership, yeah, and he, he's still pretty young. So but that's the thing. We the season's over in the league anyway. So why not try them together? What What if we actually sign Stearman tomorrow as well? I t- <gasps> I'll tell you what. We'll do a second emergency fan <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> Just John Stearman. Right. Next one from Gangster Galapagos. I think I've said that right. Uh, his question is: My family are Liverpool f- supporters. He's a Wolves fan. They hate me now. How can I get? <laughs> how can I get them to invite me for Christmas this year? Any right. suggestions for a gangster? Christmas is 
a solid twelve months away. Yeah, so you've got you've got time to heal those wounds. Yeah, exactly. Just just be nice to him. Time is a great healer. Yeah. <laughs> just be patient. Is he having to go to the Galapagos for for this? I don't know if that's just part of his hip name. Well, <laughs> I was going to say buy them tickets to go then. That's what I'd suggest. Yeah, like, there, buy them all half and half scarves to remind them of the day. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't you can't do anything with turtles, though, can you? The question just got, well, you can't do anything with turtles. What, what are you hoping to that's do with turtles? Podcast, I, mean. <laughs> I was going to say, well, if we're struggling for a name for the episode. Yeah, we needed a name. You can't do anything with turtles. Next question Spud, how many Liverpool players can Stearman fit into one pocket? Um, all of them. All of them. Uh, or except the goalkeeper because that's that's yeah, yeah, yeah because there's anyway. so yeah. much of a hair clash. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but still, still has better hair. <laughs> and finally, for Matt Fowler, what interest rate will the remortgage of Molyneux be when we sign Costa? Hopefully, <laughs> what's that interest rate going to be, everybody? Mm, a competitive thirteen million. I was going to say, <laughs> Adam, you work for uh, <laughs> for a financial institution. <laughs> Which we well, can't. That's not too far, far away from there, there are, I was going to say, we won't mention who it is, but there are other financial institutions. Ron just knows the location yeah. we're recording this. From, yeah. from a professional opinion, Adam. <laughs> a competitive 19.3% APR. Yeah. Give us a number. I, I don't number. even know what that means either. 18%. 18%. <laughs> nice. And that's where we'll leave this impromptu uh, fancast. Uh, thank you very much for listening. We'll be back as usual in a couple of days' time to review that game against Barnsley. Yeah. Um, and who have we got the weekend? Burton. Burton away. Ooh, double. Double B. Double away B. Have we sent any communications to the Anfield rap following on from this match? We Someone s- did. Yes, we, we sent them sent, a couple of gifts. We sent them a couple of nice smiling gifts. Oh, I just wanted yeah. to check, just wanted to make sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they, they, did, they did tweet, I think, this morning going um, with Harry Burgoyne's career stats. Yes. Just being yeah. <laughs> like, just like, yeah, did, did you not already know that, guys? Yeah. <laughs> like, Research again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but thank you very much for listening and hope you've enjoyed reminiscing about the game against Liverpool. Um, follow us on social media, just type in Wolves Fancast and you'll probably find us there. And for this special podcast, it's bye from Adam. Bye-bye. Bye from Stu. You can eat turtles as well. <laughs> well, good to know. Some people are going to be tweeting us about the many things you can do with turtles now. Wait, well, no. <laughs> No, okay. Uh, Maybe you shell, for example. Yeah. 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 Sorry, yeah, you, yeah. Can, you can smoke you can, you, shell, can you? You can get turtle high. Can you? Yeah. Anyway, both from Stu. <laughs> <laughs> if you want that, don't think you'll have to I'm going to do it later. I'm going to do it from Stu. Bye from Rich. Goodbye. Hey, bye from me. See you next time. Business update. After a difficult year, experts are optimistic a recovery is imminent, with key indicators improving. And yet, men everywhere continue to dress as if they just rolled out of bed. The economy is ready to bounce back. Are you? At Charles Tirrett, we have the high-quality shirts and smart menswear to get you back to your best. 
Try our introductory offer with three shirts for only $99, delivered free. Use code POD99 at ctshirts.com or any Charles Tirrett store. (laughs) 